Welcome back to This Film Not Rated, a branch of the Music City Drive-In Podcast Network, where we try not to rate movies. The world seems to think there is an objective truth to a movie, so we're on a quest through a gauntlet to find it week after week. Join us. We try to make it through 15 questions without giving a subjective opinion. If you make it, you will get a special prop from the movie you chose for the gauntlet, within reason, and you will get a framed certificate with our signatures certifying that you have in fact done the near impossible and said something objectively true about a movie, like given a full review objectively truthfully about a movie. Mm-hmm. So, if we can't make it, which, you know, we haven't yet, we drop the questions and we talk a little more freely about our feelings for new releases or for favored classics or whatever we're talking about. This one obviously being a favored classic. <laughs> Are you sure it's that obvious? I'm not in the gauntlet yet, so I can't be buzzed so, just yet. <laughs> today, Curtis is in the gauntlet. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, maybe. We'll see. What are we talking about this week? This week, we are talking about Halloween Kills, the much-anticipated sequel to Halloween 2018. It takes up, it takes place directly after the events of the first Halloween 2018. That that just sounds weird. It just continues on with the night of Rampage that Michael Myers is going on. Which That's sounds like you're describing Halloween too. So, I know. <laughs> Michael Myers is still alive, is basically the way we put it. And I think you, you have to summarize it in certain ways. You have to summarize it by saying, it's been 40 years that he's been ravaging this town. But evil dies. I'm not going to finish it. So No. <laughs> well, Curtis, all subjective. Is Halloween Kills good or bad? Uh, as, I, as I stated before, Halloween Kills was a very, a very anticipated film coming out uh, to follow uh, Halloween 2018. People had a lot of high expectations for it. And... Uh, Based on critic reviews and audience reviews, uh, it didn't quite meet. It didn't quite meet those expectations that audiences had for it. Give me at least two subjectively, objectively stated expectations. Sixty seconds. Two things that people said they wanted from Halloween Kills. They wanted Michael Myers to. To stay a a aimless killing machine, which I think they mostly got. Okay, aimless killing machine, and? And they wanted it... Mm. What else did they want? Crap. Uh, see, I wanted... Well, I know that I wanted it to, to like, maintain that... that, that uh, that level groundedness. See, that's the and all the, right. So I, I gotta buzz you. I gotta buzz. Yeah, you. it's fine. Well, I, I you gotta. Explain. This is such a. It's 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 this is such a hard one to say. Is is it a good or bad one? Because a vast majority of people out there utterly hate this film. And the opposite. There's high highs and, the and low lows. Exactly. That's that's the 
weird that's the weird part of it is is that the things that i love about it i absolutely love about it yeah it's tricky that's yeah there is a a massive amount of distaste for this and i actually want to go ahead and get this in right off the bat Um, go ahead there david gordon green is a little bit out of touch and that is how i would have gotten buzzed out of the gauntlet i would not have Uh made it any further than you I don't have okay. an answer. I was trying to think of like how would I objectively say whether it's good or bad. The thing is, it is hotly debated. Like most people generally agree that the execution of what the movie's trying to do could have been mm-hmm. better. Yes. But there will people who will fight for that thematic idea and like the things that worked, like the nineteen seventy eight stuff and the um the new mythology they give to Michael Myers, which I want to kind of Mm -hmm. build up to in a new issue of SFX magazine, David Gordon Green was interviewed about the expectations for the new movie after the negative reception of Halloween kills. Mm -hmm. His response pisses me off. I haven't been this angry at David Gordon Green since he came out and said, Michael Myers is not supernatural in this. I I just have so much to say and I'm too sick to say it, so I'll get back to that in a minute. Is are 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 you on a level of pissed off that you were with the director of of Jurassic World Dominion? Hey, we're not going to mention that movie on here. <laughs> no, actually, Colin Trevorrow. I really like Colin Trevorrow, but this here, David Gordon Green says to me psychologically, the whole point of that movie, Halloween Kills, is kind of mm-hmm. unraveling things and not resolving things. There's a lot of people that when they see an ending like that, or that kind of unresolved chaos, they get frustrated as a moviegoer. For me, that's just part of the fun. Then we get to come in and tidy it up with the last one. So any frustration that was expressed about the last one, I just kind of smile and say, hold tight, here we come. God. Mm, yeah. He also said, it's funny because it's so subjective what people want to see with these movies. Some people want to literally watch the original film. You're not going to remake that. You have to do something different. Sure. Some people say they want X, and when you literally sit down with your co-writers and are thinking about what that would be like, well, it's not really a movie. Or that's not enough to sustain my interest. Or that's not enough to go back and actually go to the emotional and logistical effort of making a movie. Sure. So what is the story we want to tell? What's the atmosphere and the vibe we want to experience that makes each of our three contributions to the franchise very different? Well, David, they're not different. Spoilers. Not really. Possible spoilers for Halloween ends. The people who are in the community, a really awesome group of people Mm -hmm. that I'd like to thank that includes Drum Dums, Jimmy Champagne, Cosplay Chris, a different community of YouTubers who are on the horror end of things. Most Uh people know by now that a new character in this movie is introduced. Who's a babysitter accused of killing the child. They were babysitting. And then a copycat Michael Myers comes into play. So we jump forward four years into the now, and we Uh have a copycat Michael Myers in the first of this trilogy, Halloween 2018, We have someone Mm -hmm. trying to put Michael Myers' mask on, be influenced by Michael Myers, and take on that mantle of evil. In the second, this, Halloween Kills of the trilogy, we have the influence of Michael Myers' evil on other people and how that grows into people. And now in the third, we have 
the influence of Michael Myers as someone tries to put on the mask of Michael Myers. It's the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. And I wish I would, I could say, I don't know though. I haven't seen the film, but the trailer has trailers have already shown so many beats of the movie. Mm-hmm. I actually am, am excited. I'm not going to lie for Halloween ends. Okay. But I'm excited for Halloween ends the same way. I'm excited to watch the thorn trilogy. And there's no shame in that, I think. Yeah. Part five of that is a terrible movie that's completely out of touch with what people want from the franchise. But mm-hmm. there's still some really cool things in it. And this is the yeah. the good things in this are a different kind of good. This had yeah. potential, and I think that's why it's rubbing people the wrong way. But I want to hear your thoughts on that statement, though. I want to hear your uh, thoughts on the belief that when David Gordon Green hears that people are critical of Halloween Kills... He takes mm-hmm. that as, oh, they cl- they didn't like the ending because the ending didn't give them a tidy closure. Yeah, uh, people didn't like the ending because a lot of reasons. It's not just because it didn't give you a tidy closure. Uh, but, I don't remember uh, anyone complaining about the ending at all. I didn't like the ending at all. I thought I complained about that, but whatever. Okay, I disliked I liked, the part right I, before the ending. I like the extended cut ending far better. Mm. With the call on the phone? With the call on on the phone where Michael Myers still gets to be Michael Myers and he's like being sadistic and, and just like playfully evil with, with the with the Laurie showed by just breathing into her daughter's cell phone when she tries to call to see if she, she's okay. And 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 once Laurie finds out what what's going on, she just says, I'm coming for you and leaves with the bloody knife. Yeah, and now That's we know- great. That's great, and now we know she's never going to find him, and it's going to take four years. Yeah. Um, Even though... Uh, so, here's but, here's the thing. Michael Myers, like, she stood in Judith Myers' home. They they trailed that through the movie. Okay? They, uh-huh. they trailed that that's where he was headed. They trailed yeah. that maybe they were wrong about what he wants. Maybe he wasn't, you know... Maybe he was looking in this window out at Haddonfield. Maybe there's something in him that is the boogeyman alive. And uh-huh. the idea that he finally made his way to the spot he wanted to be in, there was just one more person in the way. It's so uh-huh. cold I that I really like that part. Yeah. The problem is, the reason you get that part is because you watch all of Halloween 2018 where Judy Greer is raised through all of this with her mother and they do so much character work so that she pulls off the way that she can draw Michael in as a victim and turn things on him and pull off that twist and she shoots Michael Myers and she's protective of her daughter and she's she's sympathetic and leading everyone through this whole movie, trying to keep herself grounded and focused on mm-hmm. practical safety. And then she walks up into a crowded street where everyone is beating Michael Myers into the ground, tells everyone to stop, and does this, like, supposed final blow. Where where she's not stabbing him in the goddamn head. Or in any way that kills him, period. David Gordon Green was like, oh, he's not supernatural. That wasn't a fatal blow. Right, so Judith Myers is like, everybody stop. Well, I'll just I'll just stab him over here. Whoops! And then you kill her. Mm-hmm. I don't think he understands at all 
the repetitive, unsubtle, in-your-face, almost knuckle-dragging nature of 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 the smack in your face, over-the-top themes of this movie that make yeah. the whole thing feel like you want to watch a Michael Myers movie, and instead you're dragged through a community hysteria movie on par with like, I don't know, whatever yeah. else. Like, yeah, no. It's like, like you want to watch Michael Myers? You don't get to. Wait for it. Mm-hmm. Wait for it. Why are you mad? Because the ending frustrated you? Just wait. We're coming back. But yeah, now, as as far as his comments on the ending goes, imagine for a second if an Empire Strikes Back, it ends with Luke still dangling on the bottom of uh, Cloud City. Leia is running away. They don't go back to save, save Luke. And Han is still with the Boba Fett. And it just ends right there. Nothing is is like tied together. That wouldn't. That also would have been a terrible ending. Would it? I wouldn't have liked it. The, I mean, I, just, I mean, to I, be... okay. I like okay. What if it ended with Luke jumping from the tower? Jumping from like like jumping from where where Vader cut his hand yep. off, and that's just where it ended. Don't know. Maybe you'd be frustrated, but that's literally yeah. that's the equivalent of what you get. It's yeah. not like he was gonna kill Judith, and so uh, Laurie Strode got herself together and started heading her way there, and then you then you cut to credits. You know, yeah, yeah. But like my 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 point is, even with 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 Empire being an in between movie, it still ties up a lot of plot points specific to that film. Yeah, but who cares? And I don't. There's nothing left untied about this. It's a it's a lie from David Gordon Green to even claim there's anything not tied up about this. Right. Okay. She's dead. Okay. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if we see Laurie Strode learn that or not. She's gonna learn it. Yeah. Okay. He's still the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Okay. The daughter's alive. Like. There's not. That is not the frustrating part of the movie. You turn Michael Myers back into something akin to Rob Zombie's Michael Myers with the level of bulk and the level of extreme crushing violence and lack of stopping people. You made every single character beat of your movie that's a death be the exact same thing. Beat mm-hmm. one, character see, character grabs weapon. Beat two, character sees Michael Myers. Beat three, Character shakes and can't get a steady hand while Michael Myers gets close enough. Beat four, mm-hmm. the character weakly tries to follow through and either drops the weapon or fires and it misses. Or mm-hmm. Michael Myers grabs the hand. And beat five, yeah. Michael kills the person in some creative way they came up with. Sometimes. I don't know. It was sloppily edited. It's The movie just has so... Yeah. For a movie that, yes, had a lot of anticipation, especially because of the delays that came from COVID, which would have Mm -hmm. given them time in post-production, which would have given them a lot of resources. I know that it's also extremely limiting and you can't do a lot with people together. I get that. Yeah. But the movie as is has ups and downs. But for this director to just come in and be like, yeah, I get it. People were upset because of... Something I made up. Uh-huh. It's like, dude, just admit, just be like, we'll see what happens. I made the yeah. movie I want to make. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Like, no, I get, I, 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 I agree with that. And 
Like, uh, I, but some of the writing just doesn't quite live up. Like, I got real, I, like, like even with the sec- second viewing, I got really annoyed with the line, Evil Dies Tonight. I got annoyed with it the first time in, in the theaters. and it, It's been 40 years. It doesn't get any better. It doesn't, it didn't get worse, but it didn't get better. It's just a constant annoyance. If the, um, if the crowd storming the hospital... Mm-hmm. And chasing the other person from the asylum to the roof had mm-hmm. just been the start of the movie. Yeah. I would feel totally different about it. That is such a good idea for a short film that has nothing to do with Michael Myers. Yeah. I had completely forgotten about the other escaped patients mm-hmm. from the bus. I thought that was a little bit genius. Yeah. That it caused a little hysteria, and that's the reason mm-hmm. why Michael Myers might still be free to do what he wants. It's because people are going to be distracted yeah. here and there. I thought that I was mm-hmm. really on board, and I really thought they were going in a smart direction. And then they, I, like, if you just pause the screen in the hospital when they're all chanting evil dies tonight going after him. Yeah. You can see familiar faces in the crowd that are teenagers who have no mm-hmm. emotional investment in this whatsoever. Mm-hmm. They just they're just like, wow, we need the extras to all chant the same thing. And it, it like makes right. the whole movie feel fake. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. if it was if it was Tommy and a few crew of people who are loyal to him and Lonnie and that kind of group, and you had like ten people and you had him chase him mm-hmm. into the hospital and the security guards in the hospital are trying to stop him and the mayor's trying to stop him. But they're like in Tommy and the mayor are like pushing up against each other. And you even have Tommy threatening the mayor. And it's like, you don't realize what he's turning you into at the same time that this is happening. Like there are just so many things you could do with this premise. And your answer right. was just, just make everyone chant evil dies tonight. So we know that's why they're angry. And then when the dude yeah. dies, just have the dude say, oh, it's Michael turning us into monsters. Got it move on yeah like but uh like again but then i but but uh, again the things I, I do like about this movie i still like like i, I still like judy greer in, in in this film like the way that 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 she's building up the hysteria that there there's an actual connection between michael and her mom because based on what she knows from the past film michael sought out her, her mom so now she's paranoid about that uh the daughter who's the most level-headed out of everyone is trying to explain everything to her mom, but her mom's so stuck in her her, her way of thinking at at this point that she's not listening. She's just her her sole focus is I, I got to keep my my family safe because this this creature's after them. Uh, so the mother daughter dynamic for as as little a, a, as it is on screen works really really well. Uh, and I I, I, I I like uh the, the the daughter's steadfast attitude in which uh once she's made of her, her her mind kinda like her mom, she's not gonna be uh steered away from it and she does what she wants to do, which is go after Michael Myers with uh with, with, with Lonnie and his son. Uh I and love then just Lonnie. Again, that actor yeah. who's a Mike Flanagan veteran. Um mm-hmm. you just watched the first episode of Midnight Mass. He was the uh guy in the drunk tank. Yeah. Oh, nice. He was also the caretaker of Hill House. Um, oh, that actor is so good at pouring emotion into a character that's supposed to be a fill-in for a character from the original. 
Mm-hmm. Um, of course, the actress who actually played the little girl being babysat in the original, she reprised her role in this. Mm-hmm. And then you had um, the actor who came in to play Tommy Doyle older, which, mm-hmm. I again, I, I wish they weren't making him some sort of meathead anger monster, but... But yeah. he did it. He did a good job. And I think the performances across the board were were kind of fantastic. Oh yeah, like, uh, I, I, like yeah. Uh, I, again, I I really liked like Michael Myers, and 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 this one for a vast majority of 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 the film, he's still menacing. Uh, he still has that like ruthless. I'm gonna kill anyone in in my way without any regard for it. Uh, he still has has that creative streak when when he kills the uh, the people in in the car in the park, and then later on sets them up. With the, with the jack o' lantern and the skeleton spinning around on the swing and him hanging the witch. Yep, the the good things about this movie were so good. Yeah, we've for 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 forty years we've watched Michael Myers, uh, slaughtering people, right? But m- most more often than we see him actually kill people, yeah. we've just found the work he's done, the bodies he's done, like which is. To right. get a peek behind that curtain, the mm-hmm. way that he's testing knives, that one shot will forever haunt me as the sort of creepy truth of what Michael Myers yeah. is doing when there's no eyes on him. Yeah. He's moving like an animatronic mm-hmm. and he's like experimenting like it's art to him. That plus the mythology that's laid in through the the extremely effective work they did replicating the 1970s footage. Mm-hmm. Especially that that's not digital at all. They use just prosthetics to to replicate Loomis. Yeah. Like if if I did, if I didn't know any better, I would think that was uh, Donald Pleasance again. Like even his voice is pretty on point. So they were extremely thoughtful in getting this idea across that that actor who has to carry this this thread from when he was Uh young to when he's older which i don't know i don't think david gordon green understands death i don't want to get negative again but that (laughs) dude had his throat slit and was run over by a car yeah i was like it's like okay so he he should definitely be the one to face off against michael myers because the both of them are the most durable people on the face of the planet. Oh yeah. Um it's like this is so confused about what it wanted to be. Yeah, I think confused is a good word for it. At least I'm confused about what it wanted to be. I I think the thing to learn from this is that David Gordon Green is focused on saying something he wants to say about Michael Myers and then ending that. So if you're going into Halloween ends and you've been listening to us go into that movie ready for this story to be over because it's going to have been four years. And even though they claim Mm -hmm. that Michael should be in a state where he's, you know, just wants to go home and then wants to go out on Halloween and be the boogeyman and then go home. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something is going to have happened where he's been arrested or something because he will have been inactive for four years. Mm-hmm. And then there's going okay. to be a copycat. So this movie is just trying to say something about what it means for a person to be evil. Mm-hmm. 
and just let it be its own thing. This whole concept yeah. that it's going to be the final showdown between Laurie and Michael Myers. I mean, just yeah, watch a, Halloween. That's actually, huh? Yeah, that's I'm sorry. That's 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 actually a good way to think about it. This like like how in, Infinity Wars is Thanos is his movie. Halloween Kills is very much as Mike is, is is very much Michael's movie. You're, he's the one that you're following through most of it. As you said before, you it's the first time you get a, a sneak peek behind his experimentations when 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 eyes aren't aren't on him. Uh, it it I just it, don't weird. think people should think that this new one is Endgame. Yeah, because it's it, not. It's more like Iron Man three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just feel like just even at its nature. There are people out there who can both enjoy a Michael Myers movie and mm-hmm. enjoy an unsubtle, but I mean, who who likes schlocky slashers that are subtle, you know? Yeah. About, yeah. you know, the way it affects the community. Yeah. So even and though I, those two movies are sort of at odds with one another, the one yeah. of them is not very suspenseful and in your face mm. and the other one is. Yeah. There are people who can enjoy both types of movie and enjoy that they're coexisting. It's yeah. different and, from other movies. Right. And I, I can at the very least say that after having seen it finally on, on 4K, I am happy that I have the film because I can still see myself going back to watch it, even if and, and, and as just a standalone thing where I could see Michael Myers kill a bun- bunch of people or as or as a sequel to a movie that I really like. Yep. I mean, there's parts I'm always just going to skip. I mean, I'm not usually one to do that, like, ever. And maybe right. I won't, but, like, you know, I do, like, like watching Halloween 6 mm-hmm. is sometimes a chore, but not right. really. You can have that on, and it's not going to offend you. Mm-hmm. But. There are parts of Halloween one, Kills that offends me. Yeah, this one. I, having to sit. With the gradually building suspense that the guy from the hospital is going to jump. Mm-hmm. That doesn't entertain me in the slightest. No. and It's creepy, but not in an, but not in an entertaining way. And yeah. again, if the movie's point was to not entertain, in the same movie you have him slaughtering fi- like firemen and women. You have him mm. doing all of these things that make it seem like the purpose is entertainment. Yeah. So... Whatever. I'm so excited to see how this ends up feeling in a trilogy. Mm-hmm. So, with yeah, especially I've... when they're not forced to make this trilogy like the Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, 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 I do already have my tickets to go see Halloween ends, so I'm going to see it. So I'm, I'm happy. I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm going to go see it. I will have watched all three of these films in theaters, which, yeah. I think is a good thing, but yeah, I'm gonna try to see it in theaters. It does have the same uh, simultaneous streaming release as the other one, but we are this film not rated, a branch of the Music City Drive-In podcast network. So head on over to the Music City Drive-In, and you can check out you know the Debbie Delight and the Now Showing podcast, and just a couple of different people with a couple of different awesome, talented perspectives on things. Mm-hmm. Oh. I am Curtis. You can find me at 90sGamer407 on Twitter and on Twitch at Merrick underscore Tainments. I'm Eric. You can follow me at High Contrast FLM, and you can follow us at TFNRCMEL on Twitter. <sighs> Evil's been dead. I'm not even gonna. Nope.